if you go back in there and you tell these sellers, hey, I set an all-time high in your neighborhood, and you get one more listing out of it. Now you created more income for yourself. Plus, now once you got two listings and three listings and four listings. Best ever listeners, I'm so excited to share today's sponsor with you. It's Eastern Union Funding and Arbor Realty Trust. If you're in the multifamily space, you likely recognize these names, but have you used them? Uh, I'm guessing if you haven't, then you probably know someone who has. I can tell you personally, we have used uh, Mark Belsky. He is a point person at Eastern Union Funding as a partner with us, and he has helped us secure debt uh, for actually a deal we closed on this month. And we've worked with him. Um, In addition, my clients, my program, my consulting program have worked with them to successfully close on deals. When we were starting out, Ashcroft was starting out, we had somewhat of a track record, but we weren't fully as established with our investor network. I went to him and we secured some equity, $500,000 in equity to fund one of our deals. While he works with more institutional partners, He's brought $200 million in equity over the last 12 months. He was able to help us out there, and we've built a relationship with him and Eastern Union Funding ever since. So if you need equity for your deal and you have a track record, then he's your point person. His number is 212-897-9875. If you need debt, then he partners up with Arbor on a lot of transactions. So if you're a multifamily borrower who wants agency or bridge debt, then that's the team to work with. Uh, We have worked with their team, both Eastern Union and Arbor, on deals. And people who have purchased our deals, purchased deals from us, have used Arbor, as well as my clients in my consulting program, they've used it. So this is a recommendation that comes from firsthand experience. And the last thing I'll say about uh, working with Mark Belsky at Eastern Union is that if you need a loan guarantor, but don't have that track record quite yet, then Mark can look at what you've, the deal you've got And assuming it checks out, he can make introductions to people he knows as potential loan guarantors for your deal. So debt, equity, and potentially loan guarantors. Uh, All you need, well, you need to find a deal, obviously. Um, But besides that, you know, the other main components of the deal they can help you out with. So talk to Mark Belsky. His email is mbelsky at easterneq.com and his phone number 212-897-9875. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of that fluffy stuff. And first off, I hope you're having a best ever Sunday. And because today is Sunday, we got a special segment for you like we usually do. And it is... Skill Set Sunday, where we're going to help you with a specific skill so that when you come across this situation, you'll have this skill. Or if you already perhaps have it, then you can hone the skill based on the advice from our guests today. And the topic is how to get more people to your open house. Our guest, Charlie Gao, is going to talk to us about how he gets more people to his open houses and how he gets a lot of people to his open houses. First off, how you doing, Charlie? Hey, how's it going, Joe? 
It is going well, and nice to have you back on the show. If you recognize Charlie's name, then that's because you're a loyal Best Ever listener, episode 888, titled Losing $60,000, Graveyard Flip and Converting a Single Family into a Duplex, and episode 907, How to Transform a Single Family Rental into a Duplex. He was interviewed on both those episodes. Recommend listening to both of them, episodes 888, 907. And Charlie is a very active member of bestevershowcommunity.com. This is actually where the idea for this episode came from. We were engaging in that community, and the topic of this came up. So we thought, you know what? Let's make it an episode. So if you want to continue the conversation and engagement and learn more, go to bestevershowcommunity.com. It's a Facebook group. Bestevershowcommunity.com will redirect you. And you can get more out of your experience with us. So with that being said, Charlie, how about you just give the best ever listeners a little bit of a refresher about your background, and then we'll roll right into how to get more people to our open houses. I've been around real estate my whole life. My father was in real estate investing, and I was that guy that he kind of used for cheap-free labor to gain rentals in and out, getting them cleaned out and whatnot. I actually got turned off from real estate. So after I graduated from college, I was kind of the furthest thing away from it. But over the years, when I saw the power of what real estate investing did, that's how I got back into it. So I've been heavily investing in real estate for a little over the last decade now. I am actually not the licensed real estate agent in my family. My wife is, but I handle all the marketing and all the pre-marketing for the listings. So in a second here, we discuss strategies. I discuss how we basically set up our strategy is going to be for each listing, which for the most part, it stays the same, but we do cater a little bit different to depending on what the listing shows us at the beginning. Let's roll right into it. So how do we get more people to our open houses? My wife is a preferred agent on Zillow as well as Realtor.com. So one of the things that we can do right up front is we can pre-market a listing by using a coming soon. I believe you're only able to do that if you're a Zillow Premier agent. I'm not trying to market for them, but that is just one of the benefits that we have with using that. So what we like to use that for is we can see the metrics for it. So we can see how many people have saved it prior to. During that number, we want to get that to 20 or 30 saves. So we know that we have a good amount of buyers lined up waiting for it as soon as we put it on. That also gives the indication on what our price point is to as well. So we have zero saves or zero interest. We're probably coming in at a price point too high. With this market, it is very, very important to get a price right off the bat. I've seen it so happen when times where a price was too high off the bat, people lost interest to it. And then eventually, basically, people started lowballing on the property. Whereas when people don't know what somebody's going to be priced at in the beginning because there's multiple offers, which I'll tell you in a second how we get multiple offers. It really helps with elevating the property. So that's the first thing that we do. In addition, the step two is we do pre-call. So this strategy or what we use is we use a skip tracing software, pull realty resource. And what we do with that resource is we call the entire neighborhood, generally 50 to 100 houses. And what we're calling is we're calling for clients that are potentially list buyers, as well as people who know that may be interested in moving into the neighborhood. So what that script typically sounds like along the lines of it, hi, Joe, this is Charles. I'm an administrative assistant for Cassie Gower, a realtor of Bella Bay Realty. The reason for my call today, as you know, is that the market's very hot. We have a listing going on the market here very shortly. We also have a number of interested buyers. 
curious to see if you knew anybody that maybe you're interested in selling their home or even move into the neighborhood. And then, then we discuss the property. So depending on whether it's a listing or if we're calling after that, that's how that flow will go. So you look at the neighborhood where the property is located and then you get the phone numbers for the homeowners in that neighborhood and then you call them? Correct. Okay. And you do that through the resource called Cold Realty? It's called Cold, C-O-L-E, Realty Resource. Oh, C-O-L-E. Okay. Got it. So one of the reasons why we use this resource a little bit differently, because you can use TransUnion or TLO, which basically is that they provide the resources that they have, and it's a much lower cost. I think it's like 2000 or 1800 a year, so it's much lower but then if I want to get a specific property, I may not necessarily have access to it through that resource, but they are catering towards people who are essentially doing circle or neighborhood dialing. So when we call on it with the listing in hand beforehand, some of these neighborhoods we've already called on for finding buyers or listings already previously. So some of these people, this may actually be our second call to them as a follow-up to the listing. But once we do that, our goal with the pre-call when it's prior to a listing is to try to get people who know of others, maybe it's a friend or a relative or their daughter that wants to move into the neighborhood. If that is the case, we know that we have an advocate for somebody pushing to try to get them to buy the house across the street from them or close by. So it's a powerful tool because you have one more person leveraging whether why they should be buying that home in that neighborhood that you're listing. Yep. Makes sense. Yep. So now step three, how that evolves basically is we will actually knock doors. So this is where we will get the people that we didn't get on the phone or people who just don't want to pick up or they may even hang up because they think that we're telemarketing them. This one, we typically do one to two days. Which you are. What our focus... Right? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah. What our focus is on for these clients is we're trying to get them to the open house. So when we get them to the open house, may not necessarily be interested in buying, but what the other buyers at that open house do not know is whether that is the case or not. So it kind of helps with just creating this whole auction type feel where you have all these people and you're like, wow, if I want this house, I'm going to have to come my A game because there's a lot of people interested. Now, on the flip side, that could deter some people too as well in this market because there are a lot of buyers we've talked to that said they're getting kind of sick of the market. So that was where we go into step four, where we follow up with agents that gave us feedback or as well as that, that looked at the property. And we gauge basically where they're interested in that. And sometimes we do hear from agents, and this actually happened with this listing that we were talking about on your Facebook page. There were three buyers actually that were not interested in putting an offer in because they felt that it was going to be too far above asking. So they essentially didn't want to put the offer in. So we encourage them to still put the offer in, but one of the offers was like, well, they wanted to put an offer 10,000 below asking. And we're like, okay, well, we know that's not going to be there, but a full price offer or more or limited contingencies may help. So after that, at that point in time, when agents are always asking like, hey, how many offers do you have? It's a multi-offer situation. A lot of the agents will pre-gauge kind of, hey, well, an offer of 175 or we'll offer 165, will that get it to you? So you have to be very restrictive on what you disclose. Obviously, this property that we discussed, I actually was the one flipping it and my wife was the one listing the home. But it really helped drive more offers that way. And then finally, after we get the offer, so in this last situation with the one we specifically discussed on your Facebook group, 
that one actually had three over asking offers, all roughly within eight to 9,000. And they had a number of offers to as well. We essentially picked the offer with the fewest contingencies. And that was a, a big thing for leveraging for us too as well, because as you know, in this market with appraisers and realtors and whatnot, removing contingencies from the offer is very important necessary because when you have so many offers close, it's nice that we have somebody comes in that says, well, we'll take it as is with no financing contingency. So you know that once we get in, once we get the deposit down, you're going to close. Mm-hmm. And then the last step, which this is a follow-up, is that we basically go back through to all those same home buyers and we say, hey, we just listed so-and-so property and we, we broke an all-time high in your neighborhood. Do you know if you or any of your neighbors may be interested in selling? And now we're following up to that too. And then when we let them know, still have a lot of buyers that offered above asking that still want to live in this neighborhood. And then that also helps with getting future listings down the road as well. Yep. I'm shocked that more real estate agents don't do that. In my neighborhood, we've had a couple homes sell recently and I'm sure it broke an all-time high and I haven't received anything from any real estate agent who was representing the buyer or the seller in any of those transactions. It just seems like a low-hanging fruit. I think that with the market right now, you have a lot of first sale by owners. You have a lot of people that think their agent doesn't do anything but list a home. And to be honest, there are agents that do that. So I will say that we may not necessarily push the value on a home 15000 above. We might only give them a few thousand more bucks, which to most realtors, that doesn't matter because they're getting 6% of, let's say, a $5,000 more offer. That's really not a lot more to the agent for a lot more work, but that doesn't matter a lot for our clients. So that's one reason why we do it. Two, if we push it all-time high, it allows us to get more clients because they can really see like, wow, if you are knocking all the neighborhoods, I know that you're going to do that for my listing, and I know that you have a grasp on our neighborhood. So that adds credibility to what we do. It's not, oh, we're just listening and getting professional photos and saying that we're your realtor. We're actually providing a tangible service that they've already witnessed we've provided to somebody else. And then secondly, obviously, we also can leverage that to get offers that are less likely to back out. So in this market, what we've seen is a lot of buyers will buy a house and they'll get cold feet after they buy their house because they have to make a decision in 24 hours, which I also did forget this too as well. But one more thing that we do do when we list the property to give people more time is that we will list it on a basically a five-day window to put the offers in. So we allow all of the buyers at least five days after we list it to get their offer in by a so-and-so period. So if we list it on Thursday or Wednesday, we give them typically Tuesday or Wednesday or Monday that following week to get a full price offering. That way they can plan their weekend around seeing the property. So we make sure we get as many viewings as possible, but also we get to make sure that we have everybody making a sound decision because we really don't want those people making that decision on a quick whim because they're more likely to get scared away from a small inspection, like whether it's cricket infestation or like somebody saying the age of the roof is poor or whatnot. So that also leverages it to us well, because if a property does have to go on the market a second time, it makes it much more difficult to get those top offers when people see this been on the market 30 days or more. What's the time frame for the knock on doors and the pre-calls in terms of when the actual open house occurs? Pre-calls is typically happening five to seven days before, and then the knocking on the doors is typically occurring 48 to 24 hours before the open house. Okay, got it. So what I've written down from what you've said for the process for how to not only get more people to your open houses, but you went above and beyond that in this conversation. You actually 
told us how to get the actual successful sale and drive a lot of demand for the listing is one, pre-market the listing by having a coming soon notation that may or may not be exclusive to Zillow Premier agents. Two is doing a pre-call to everyone. So basically calling up everyone in the neighborhood, telling them that you got a house. And the objective of that is to not only look for buyers, but also look for listers or people who are looking to move. And that's done five to seven days before. Use a service called Coal Realty Resource in order to do that pre-call. Third is to knock on doors. And the objective there is to get them to the open house, which is in approximately 24 to 48 hours. Four is to follow up with the agents afterwards and get feedback. Some buyers didn't put in an offer because they didn't think it would win. So follow up with them. And five is to take the offer with the fewest contingencies. And six is to go back to the home buyers afterwards and tell them about what just transpired in an attempt to gain more clients as a result of that. Did I capture those six steps accurately? Yeah. And then I'll say that in terms of importance of creating more wealth for yourself and creating more business for yourself, that very last step is where I feel most agents fail. People don't knock doors because they're like, it's going to sell in five seconds anyways, in a lot of cases. So why am I going to spend all this amount of money time to make a few hundred bucks more? But if you go back in there and you tell these sellers, hey, I set an all-time high in your neighborhood and you get one more listing out of it. Now you created more income for yourself. Plus, now once you got two listings and three listings and four listings, people are going to look to you as a resource in that neighborhood and people are always going to refer to you. Plus, people see signs in your neighborhood. That's the best advertising you can do that costs you absolutely nothing to do. How can the best ever listeners learn more about what you got going on? For a realty side, my wife's name is Cassie Gao. That's C-A-S-I-T-Y. Last name is spelled K-A-O. She works with Bell Bay Realty in Grand Rapids, Michigan. If you're following our flip store rentals, our company is M-C-K Management. We have a Facebook page where you can follow that. And then also we give tips for basically pre-marketing, what our buyers are looking for, whether it's using an air mattress for staging or all types of tips. We're really focused on basically helping people find free and things that do not cost anything to help increase the value of their home while getting top dollar. I hope that best ever listeners who are in any type of investing have listened to this. And in particular, what you said at the very end with the door knocking example, because what you said is applicable to everyone, regardless of if we have listings. I'm not a real estate agent, but this is still applicable to me. And here's why. When you said that a lot of real estate agents don't do door knocking because they don't think it's a good use of their time on the surface, they're right. But when you dig in more, they're wrong. They're absolutely 100% wrong because of what you just said. It could lead to a couple hundred extra bucks for the price, and that could lead to an all-time high, which gives you a feather in your cap for marketing purposes to then go acquire new customers. And then there's a domino effect as a result of that. One referral turns into another referral, etc., and how we can apply that to our business, whether we're fix and flippers or apartment syndicators or whatever, is things that look like they aren't a good use of our time. Let's dig in a little bit and at least question, do other people do it? And if they're not clinically insane, why do they do that? 
and then see if that could lead to much larger opportunities than what we initially see at the surface. So I'm really glad you gave that explanation. Thanks again for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Do you need debt for your deal, equity for your deal, or maybe a loan guarantor to help you get qualified for the financing? Talk to Mark Belsky. His number is 212-897-9875. That's 212-897-9875. His email is mbelsky at easterneq.com. Need more investors for your fund, sales for your books or courses? Whether you're seeking investors or content sales, Luo Media Group is a digital marketing expert that can help make your marketing make money. Get a free consult at L-U-O-M-E-D-I-A-G-R-O-U-P dot com forward slash best ever.